Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, Will Hill has been living in Denmark for a couple of years. He had a job and a fiancé there, but now he's been deported because of Brexit. Will, good afternoon to you. Yeah, hi there. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. So when, when Brexit was passed, did did you think or did anyone say to you, you might have to do something about your, your status? Yeah, so, um, so I'd spent a long time uh, establishing myself in Denmark. I've lived there for about two and a half years. Um, and I had a job and I was paying my taxes. I had a social security number and everything. Um, and thousands of British people were contacted um, through their digital inbox, which is the thing they have in Denmark, saying three separate times, you need to apply for a separate residency permit in order to continue living in Denmark after the 31st of, of uh, December 2021. Now, I was never sent this messaging and about 300 people were never sent any messaging regarding the requirement to uh, apply for a residency permit. Right. And so, so had you assumed that some sort of deal had been done where, where uh, British citizens were allowed to remain in Denmark? Well, I, as I said, I had my social security number. I was paying uh, taxes and I was established there, which, which was hard enough at the time as it was. And I assumed that everything was in order now, that because I had been living there since 2020, uh, I had no reason to believe that I wasn't a resident there for, for, for tax purposes as well as anything else. Yeah. But though, I, I, as I understand it, you did go on a trip abroad and then you came back and then that's when it was first indicated to you there might so be a yeah, problem. So I, I tried to leave the country in, in January, um, obviously due to corona. I hadn't really gone in and out of the country, so I'd never had any reason to question whether I was there or not. I was working and, and, and living there. And then when I went to Egypt in January, um, they said, um, do you have your residency card? And I showed them my national insurance card, my Danish social security card. And they said, no, that's, that's not it. You need something else. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I've never heard anything else about this. Um, and I think part of part of the reason I, I, I've, I've, I've been in the dark about this is not just because there was this administrative error where lots of people weren't communicated with. It's also that I don't spend my time in expat circles, not out of choice, but my, my partner is Danish. I have lots of Danish friends. Mm. I don't actually have many English friends in Denmark. Um, not out of choice, but I just don't. Um, and so I didn't really have many people who might say, have you applied for this card yet? Because you need it. And so, uh, you know, here I am. I've, I've been fighting this since January. I appealed in April. And a month ago, my appeal was rejected. Um, and I wasn't expecting that either because I thought I was able to justify and show them that I'd been contributing and that there was this error and that I would be able to get my residency after the appeal. Mm. But the appeal resulted in nothing. I've, I've been deported. And so, yeah, now I've got to uh, go down other routes of residency because uh, otherwise and, I missed my wedding in January. And, w- and when they deported you, well, did they just say you have to be out by a certain date or did they come and collect you and drive you to the uh, airport? Kind of <laughs> they, yeah, they told me I had to be out by a certain date. So because I want to continue living there, um, through other means, potentially a work visa, potentially a family visa, I want to toe the line and I can't apply for these kind of visas when I'm in Denmark. Mm. So I had to leave the country. And I didn't want to be seen as going against the rules. Like I'm a you know, I'm a taxpayer in Denmark. I'm a you know, conscientious worker. I've been working in two different jobs, um, you know, continuously since I've been there. And uh, I want to continue living there. So I want to show them 
that I'm, you know, when they tell me to leave the country, I leave the country by the date and, and make make my arrangements so that I can get obtain a visa the other through the other route. Yeah, and so do you have any idea how long that process might take? Because you did mention you're getting married in January, so kind of the pressure's yeah, so on a little bit. 20, yeah, twenty seventh of January is the date of my wedding, and uh, if if everything can be processed very very quickly, then we have eight weeks, and they say on a good day it can take a month, which is four weeks. So I mean, with Christmas, let's remove two weeks of those weeks, as not much is probably going to happen. So I mean, I don't know. I don't want to jinx it. I'm I'm hoping that I can make it to the wedding, but otherwise we're going to have to postpone. There's not much else we can do. Oh God! And I mean, it, we weren't planning a big wedding, so yeah, it won't be a yeah. And the application process isn't is is it affected at all by the fact that you did live there for two years, or or, or would they regard you as somebody coming to the country for the first time? That's a good question, actually. You know, I I, I when I appealed. And I wrote a long letter of why I think they should reconsider my case. They asked me for lots of different information, my, my working experience, my, uh, my residency, like, as my, my a rental contract and my relationship with my partner and all these things. And then eventually they rejected the appeal based on the fact that I missed the deadline to apply for a, for a permit. So I, I, don't know, I, don't, I still don't really understand why they asked for so much information when they were always going to reject it based on the fact that I missed the deadline. And bear in mind that Denmark are the only country, or not the only country, but they've chosen to implement that deadline. That's mm. not part of the Brexit withdrawal agreement, but they, they've, they've chosen to do that. Yeah, okay. Have they been kind of reasonable to deal with, or was there, did you sense any antagonism? Well, one thing I, I have heard, and I don't think I'm the only person that's had this, is, is at the border, uh, a number of people, English people I've spoken to, say when they go through the border in Denmark, they'll often, if not always, get some kind of smart comment from the border border guard, whether it's, well, you voted for this, or you should have known this was going to happen, you know, like, oh, I bet you're happy, yeah, I bet you're happy with these results or something, you know, and just the kind of snide comments that you get regularly, which I just think mm. it's not really their place to say these kind of things. Like, I mean, personally, I didn't vote for it, Yes. But I'm not a denier and, a, you know, I, I'm, I was hoping to be optimistic about Brexit. How else can I be as a British person, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a Remainer? What else? What other choice do I have? Like, let's, let's say, OK, well, we've done it now. Let's see what happens and hope that something good is going to come of this. Yeah. I mean, do, you, do you think I something good has? To, I, think, I think we're yet to see anything. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Well, well, our God, well, we wish you the best. We hopefully they they can uh, get this sorted out reasonably quickly, and uh, uh, you can you can make your own wedding. Uh, well, thanks thanks a million for talking with us today. That's uh, Will Hill there, currently in the UK, uh, but uh, uh, trying to get back to Denmark. Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.